Hey, what's up, y'all? Alan Kenny, host of Blaine Homers and Podcast, part of Crimson and Cream Machine on the SB Nation network of podcasts. Uh, back to uh, picking uh, winners, hopefully, this week uh, with p- picks trying not to suck. I've got the skinny here. We're going to uh, give our thoughts on uh, five best bets from week two. Let's go ahead and welcome on skinny. How you living? Oh, you know, all right. Uh, just still trying to figure out, uh, you know, what we uh what we witnessed there in uh norman last weekend that was uh an odd one to say the least i mean from from the way that the whole thing took place you know coming into the into the weekend with the hurricane and moving it to norman through the game that the whole thing was odd right now actually i'm glad you bring that up because you know it was a at times ou was playing uh pretty inspired ball but a lot of it was not um, especially if you look there in the second half. Yeah, I mean, do yeah. you think that the change of venue and everything had anything to do with that? I, maybe a little bit. I mean, you know, you look at uh, OU coming into kind of an environment that probably felt like a spring game, right? Uh, so I, I think to an extent, I mean, I, there was obviously some disruption there, but, you know, I guess w- when you think of, you know, conversely for Tulane, it, you know, if anybody had an excuse going into that, uh, certainly would be them, right? Right. Yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, the, you would think that their heads would be uh, different, you know, somewhere else, obviously, with everything going on back home in New Orleans. So that's a that's a very fair point. Anything else really stand out to you from uh, the opening week? Whew, I, I just, uh, I mean, it, it was kind of every, <laughs> everything. Um, you know, it seemed like every position group kind of had their struggles uh, at times or, you know, some things that, that may, uh, you know, that kind of scare you going forward. Uh, you know, I think just biggest glaring to me is offensive line. I mean, if OU can't establish the run, they're, uh, you know, they won't get where they want to go this year, right? And, um, it, boy, they just never got a groove in that running game. And then, you know, the pass protection wasn't necessarily terrible, but they were in terms of sacks and things like that, but they were able to kind of move Rattler around enough and, um, you know, seem to kind of disrupt him. So um seems like there's a lot to work on there. That That's the spot to me where they need to get better and need to get better quickly. Right, right. Well, let's uh, go ahead, though, and get into our uh, college football picks against the spread. Uh, again, the way we do this is both of us pick five, our five favorite games uh, against the spread every week. Uh, we tally them up at the end to see who uh, has the best record. They're the, uh, they're the winner. Uh, last week, I got off to a pretty good start, uh, four and uh, five. Uh, four out of five, I uh, got UTSA, Iowa, uh, UCLA, and Georgia, and then missed on Louisville, which looked terrible Ooh, against yeah, Ole Miss on Monday night. Yeah, uh, Skinny, you had this year. You went two for five. Uh, you missed on Western Michigan. You hit with Virginia Tech plus five and a half. Missed with Wisconsin, nice five and a half. Um, you missed on Akron, which got blown out by Auburn. And you also had Georgia, so that's two out of five. So, I guess uh, better luck this week, Skin. Um, yeah, right. <laughs> go where, ahead. Hey, when I where I missed, I missed big. Yeah, yeah. Fair <laughs> point, man. Well, go ahead. Why don't you go ahead and uh, kick us off here uh, in week two? And just uh, as a reminder, folks, we don't converse uh, beforehand about what pick what games we're taking. So these are all new to me. Um, anyway, Skinny, go ahead. Yep. First yeah. pick of the week. So I'm I'm looking uh, over the what is it the Cyhawk <laughs> trophy or something? <laughs> uh, yeah, looking at the the Iowa Iowa State game. That one kind of seems interesting to me. And 
you know, you had a nice pick last week with, with Iowa, uh, and certainly they looked good. You know, and the one thing about it, you know, and maybe they didn't really need to, but they didn't show up a lot in, in the passing game, right? Um, I think they ran for like 300-some and, and only threw for about 150. Um, you know, I, I don't get me wrong. You know, I think I was a very solid team. Um, but, it, you know, this will be a different test for them. I know Iowa State struggled last week. Um, but, you know, the, I don't know that Iowa can just come in and rely on the run um, against Iowa State and Matt Campbell like they did uh, last week. So I kind of look at it four and a half. You know, I was hoping I would get this, uh, you know, a number that was a little lower I expected to see. But uh, so I'm seeing minus four and a half Iowa State and I'm I'm going with it. All right. Well, we agree on this one. I'm also going to take uh, the Cyclones in El Asico, and I see uh, four and a half also. I bet – I wouldn't be surprised if this goes down to three and a half at some point before the game kicks off. Uh, but we'll go ahead. Since we're doing it right now, we'll, we'll play it at uh, Iowa State minus four and a half. And, you know, Iowa, if you look back, I mean, you know, 34 to six is a pretty good – I mean, a pretty thorough beating of uh, the Hoosiers there. But, you know, Michael Penix of uh, Indiana, their quarterback, he was, you know, I mean, he might have been – 50 or 60 percent he just did not look right at all coming off that knee injury last year and you know the uh, Hawkeyes got some you know uh, scores on turnovers uh, you know defensive touchdowns that really kind of put the game out of reach Um, I kind of feel like my guess is that Iowa State didn't show too much uh, last week against Northern Iowa which is kind of the way Matt Campbell does those early season games I have a feeling they're going to come out pretty fired up and uh, ready to take something out on uh, take something out on their in-state rivals who they who they haven't beaten since 2014. So I'm also going to let, go ahead and lay the four and a half with uh, Iowa State. All right, what's next, Ken? Okay, another exciting matchup here. I got looking at Middle Tennessee State going to uh, going to Blacksburg this weekend. You know, <clears throat> nice win last weekend for Justin Puente. Uh, and his team, you know, I, I still think you look at this, you know, middle, middle Tennessee state's a team that returns a fair amount from last year. Um, they, they will, um, you know, I don't think they will be overly intimidated going into, uh, Blacksburg. And the, the other thing is, you know, this isn't a Friday night game. It, you also have, just have to wonder where, uh, Virginia tech is, uh, mentally, you know, after that big week, we big emotional charged, uh, upset last week. So I'm going to take Middle Tennessee getting 20 and a half. Yeah, that was a little short, uh, which made me kind of wonder if something uh, is up there with that number. Um, but, uh, yeah, you were you were dead on with Virginia Tech last week. Really nice pick. And I don't know if you watched the game at all, but Mac Brown looked terrible. Like, not, not healthy or something. I mean, like, just, I mean, like he was catatonic the whole game. It was really strange. Yeah, it was. That was just a strange game for them all around. Uh, and, you know, Howell didn't look great. It was just, it was weird. So Right. Yeah. All right. Well, so we got Middle Tennessee State at Virginia Tech plus 20 and a half. Okay. My second pick, um, I am going to take Pitt minus three at Tennessee. Uh, what little I saw of Tennessee on Thursday night was just horrible. 
uh, you know, I mean, Bowling Green is not good, so they really didn't have much much trouble, uh, you know, handling the uh, Falcons there. But you know, their their quarterback is uh, Joe Milton, who was at Michigan last year, and I mean, I watched him at Michigan and was pretty unimpressed i mean he's just you don't know where the ball's going when he's throwing it uh i saw the same thing last week in uh, josh heupel's debut as head coach there uh for the volunteers so even though it's it's at tennessee i'm gonna go ahead and lay the three with Pitt. this is as much a bet against the volunteers as anything else yeah you kind of feel like uh people might be riding a little high on tennessee after uh you know after week one yeah, they didn't trust me. They that was nothing to write home about. Agreed. All right. How about your third picks again? Whew, well, for those that know me or follow this for a while, I'm I'm a sucker for these Kansas lines. Uh, I'm looking <laughs> at Kansas going out to Coastal Carolina, uh, you, you know, and yes, uh, you know, I know Kansas, uh, you know, had to have that last uh, late fourth quarter drive right to, to be. Gosh, one of the Dakota schools, right? Why am I blank? South Dakota? South, South Dakota, Dakota, I think, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, but they did show that they, you know, they were able to at least pull off that last drive, right? So, um, you know, I don't know. Seems like a big number. You know, I, you know, I think Kansas made a good hire in the offseason. I think he'll make some improvements there. I know there's not much to work with. But, you know, I think you could make a – okay, you could make a little jump from week one to week two. 25 points i'm gonna take ku plus 25 oh man see i had ku last year against uh coastal carolina and it burned me quite badly so uh yeah that was a stay away from me but all right so that is kansas plus 20 uh plus 25 versus coastal carolina all right next up for me I'm going to uh, come back on the team here that uh, suffered a pretty embarrassing loss last week. That was the uh, Washington Huskies who lost to uh, FCS Power Montana. This week, they are going to Michigan, uh, getting seven points after I believe this line opened around um, one and a half in the offseason, and I liked it then. Um, You know, I get it. Look, I mean, Washington looked terrible last week, especially, I mean, they just... They could not move the ball, but I mean, five, a five and a half point swing is a lot. I already liked it in the off season, and you know, for all the, uh, I mean, Michigan looked really good in the opening week, but you know, I think that they probably had uh, Western Michigan kind of scouted pretty well, trying to get off the season on, on the right foot. Go ahead, I'm going to go ahead and take the Huskies here, getting a touchdown on the road. And, uh, you know, this could be a case where they might get the, uh, the outright win here because their defense is still hard to move the ball on. Yeah. And, and that Western Michigan defense is terrible too. Right. So yeah, yeah, yeah I'm kind of with you on that. All right. So skinny, what's pick four. Okay. Looking at, uh, Texas going to Arkansas like, and, you know, I have to say I, I was pretty impressed with what I saw of Texas last week as I, you know, I think most people were. Um, you know, I, and then, you know, conversely, Arkansas, why I didn't see it, you know, just looking at that score, um, you know, down to rice at halftime. Right. Um, at the same time, you know, uh, I, you know, I, I, this is necessarily a reflection on Sark, but I, I just don't know. I, I think Herman left the cupboard a little bit bare for him. Right. I'm, I'm just, I'm having a hard time coming around to Texas. It's going to be card going on the, you know, his first road game as a starter. I, you know, Arkansas getting six points. I'm going to take the six points at home. 
Yeah, I looked really hard at that one and ended up passing, but I think I'd I'd fall on your side there. You know, one thing about it last week is I, you know, I mean, uh, Bijan Robinson looked awesome for Texas, but mm-hmm. like, you know, these days it's hard to ride a running back that way. You know, have him, if, if he's going to touch the ball 25, 30 times in a game uh, and hope to get through a season that way, um, you know, he'll, he might find uh, a little bit more uh, tougher sledding this week against the Hogs. So, all right. So, but Skinny is taking Arkansas plus six. Is that what you have it at? Yes, all I right, do. Plus six. All right. Okay. Um, my fourth uh, is going to be the Cal Golden Bears plus 11.5 at TCU. This, uh, I don't feel great about Cal, but that's just a lot of points to give that team the way they play defense and the way um, Justin Wilcox coaches out there. You know, they lower the margin a lot by uh, just kind of playing, you know, kind of ground and pound and uh, playing defense. Uh, but, you know, TCU looked really good last week, but how much do you take away really from Duquesne? Um, I mean, this looks to me like a TCU win, but 11.5 is just too many points. And let's go ahead and get your uh, fifth and final pick, Skinny. Yeah. Um, man, I, I was kind of struggling to find stuff I liked this week. but It was a, uh, it was a rough slate. This I, I thought the numbers were pretty sharp this week. Yeah. Um, I'm So I, I was looking at, you know, Mizzou – uh, going to Kentucky, Kentucky's a, a five-point favorite. This is really a, a play, uh, just kind of fading Mizzou. Um, I'm going to go ahead and take Kentucky, uh, giving the five points at home. Yeah, uh, they, you know, Missouri, they they struggled last week to kind of start off. I mean, I, I'm not sure what the final score even ended up being, but I know they weren't looking all that great in the first half, so... Yeah, I, that's a that's a stay away for me. But um, if I was going to play it, I'd be on Kentucky. I think. Um, all right, so my fifth and final game. You know, Notre Dame is coming off a uh, short week, having played on Sunday in an overtime game down there in the heat of Tallahassee. Uh, you know, I think that they sustained some uh, some pretty uh, tough injuries in that game too. So you know, Toledo's a good team, good coach there with Jason Candle. They're coming in. I think they're probably feeling a little disrespected by the fact that they have to play this game on Peacock instead of the uh, regular NBC uh, broadcast. I'll go ahead and take the 17 uh, with Toledo. Um, You know, I'm not looking for an outright win here by any stretch, but, you know, just a bad situational spot for the Fighting Irish. Yeah, I looked at that one too, and I, I think, and for the exact same reason. Uh, just coming off a big emotional win on a Monday night, turnaround playing on a Saturday. Um, so I think I'd be with you. That was a pretty fun game on Saturday night. You know, I mean, uh, they uh, Florida State still has a lot of problems, but, uh, you know, Norvell seems to be getting going the right, right direction. Yeah, it was fun to watch, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. All right, so recapping, Skinny has Iowa State minus four and a half, same as myself. Uh, Skinny's second pick was Middle Tennessee plus 20.5, KU plus 25, Arkansas plus 6, and Kentucky minus 5. And uh, like I mentioned, yeah, I also have Iowa State minus 4.5 for the uh, Cyhawk game there. I took Pitt minus 3, uh, Washington getting a touchdown, Cal plus 11.5, and Toledo getting 17. So those are your picks for this week. Um, real quick, let's just talk a little bit more about the Sooners. Um, 
not going to be a lot to take away from this game uh, this weekend. I think, though, that, I mean, for me, I'm just, you know, the thing that you want to see is just kind of a clean performance, you know, after the way things went last mm-hmm. week, which was so choppy. Um, I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, no, completely agree. And and the thing that kind of sinks about this is after that kind of week one struggle, uh, you want to see him get back out and, and see, uh, you know, okay, wh- who is this team really? And unfortunately, it, you know, you're going to have to wait at least another week, right? But <clears throat> agreed. I mean, you just want to see a clean game, get out, you know, have the starters out early and uh, move on to the next one. Keep everybody healthy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, the one thing I will say about last week's game, though, is, I mean, in my opinion, I think Tulane, you know, I mean, if you recall last year, I bet on them all the time. I think they have a really strong coaching staff uh, there with Willie Fritz. And, you know, I'm not sure if they upgraded necessarily at offensive coordinator by moving from Will Hall to Chip Long, but that was a that was a really good hire on, my, on their part. And, you know, they threw a lot of stuff there at OU. And, uh, you know, you know, I, I heard after the game, Alex Grinch saying that they were prepared for all of that, but... I mean, you know, they're doing, Tulane is doing new stuff. They've got a, I thought they had a really good quarterback um, also. Mm-hmm. You know, that's kind of a, that's a, that's a tough mix. I, I didn't, I didn't anticipate there that they'd really be as up for the game as they, as they seem to be compared, especially compared to uh, OU, which, you know, was starting, uh, you know, surprisingly starting at home and still didn't have a lot of, uh, you just didn't play with a lot of emotion. So, uh, I doubt we'll get a whole lot of emotion on Saturday night either, but maybe uh, we'll get a look at some of the things that uh, they've done to kind of clean up some of the errors and mistakes that we saw in uh, week one. Yeah, I mean, I think the biggest thing, from at least from a fan's perspective, is just the pattern, right? The pattern of these clunkers, the pattern of, you know, you, you have a, a nice size halftime lead to an inferior opponent and, and you blow it, right? Um, I... Th- you know, in a year where I think everyone was looking to, to kind of break patterns, you know, this is kind of a year where the, the personnel is better, top to bottom. You know, this is the year that, you know, they're going to get past, you know, not only make a playoff, but maybe win a game. And then just to see the same old is just, you know, from a fan's perspective, it's disappointing, right? Right. You know, and the thing is, is that, I mean, the 23 point lead at half seems like a lot. It really does. And it should, it is a lot. The, but the thing is, man, is football is so different from other sports in that one play can have such a big effect on the entire game. And, you know, OU gave Tulane the ball twice inside their own 50, uh, you know, and, and that Tulane ended up getting touchdowns off of. And I think that that, you know, it just clearly they weren't, they, they weren't, I, I hate to play psychologist. They just didn't seem to be taking it seriously, though. If that makes sense. Yeah. Just... No, it, it does. It does. And, and I, you know, but at the same time, I, I, I think you just see things that really make me, uh, you know, I, I don't think this all hope is lost here. You know, I no. think oh, you can still be in the playoff. I still think they can be a really good team. I, I just see some things that are concerning in terms of can they make that next jump to to win a playoff game and. I, 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 boy, I just don't know. Yeah, yeah, I think that that's a fair assessment. All right, man. Well, Skin, thanks a lot, man, and uh, best of luck this week. All right, same to you. 
All right. Thanks to the skinny for joining us. And thanks to you all for joining us too. If you like what you're hearing, make sure to rate, review, subscribe. Give us one of those uh, five-star reviews wherever it is you get your podcasts. Uh, For the Blatant Homerism Podcast, I'm Alan Kenny. Take it easy.